Alrighty. I am calling the Beth. I am calling the Beth. Merging the call there. You are merged. You are very loud. I'm turning you down. Oh, that's that's (laughs) a personal problem, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so did you know that you are being recorded? I did. For posterity or for training Um, purposes? For training purposes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever wonder if your call has, in fact, been used for training purposes? I do wonder that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I helped. I hope that was pleasant enough to to, to warrant being added to a training program. Dude, I am so sweet on the phone with like various contractors and vendors and stuff. Um, uh, there has only been one company that I have ever gotten even the mildest bit not sweet on the phone with and it was really more like I kept apologizing even then I was just like I'm so sorry I know this isn't your fault but fix but it. I need you to get me to somebody else who can fix this <laughs> <laughs> it, it almost got to the point uh with uh dealing with my cell phone bill recently oh really um where I almost was like can I just speak to a manager <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, you always feel like a bad person asking to speak with a manager. So like, like I, you obviously aren't equipped to do what I need you to do. I actually <laughs> ended up getting a call escalated to the CFO of a company. Wow. Yeah, it, and it was I. I felt really bad about it, but it was like, at this point in time, the only thing that's going wrong with this has to be incompetent. Somebody mm-hmm. has got to get me in touch with a person who can fix this situation. Yeah. yeah. It really was just like it was a typo on their Hi, I was just here on the morning. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's bedtime. <laughs> you were saying. <laughs> would you yeah, like would... to escalate this call to a supervisor? <laughs> well, just, yes, I would. I just did, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, that was it. Was I? I mean, it, it ended up okay in the end. And like seriously, I felt bad about having to take it that far. But it was like, it was like I know that what's going wrong is not on my end. I'd like mm-hmm. to get this fixed. Please help me fix this. <laughs> well, and sometimes the person who answers the phone doesn't have the authority to fix what needs to be fixed, and right, so it exactly. just needs to be escalated to somebody in charge who can say yes. Yeah. Override this thing because that's yeah. what's wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just kept getting a lot of like, well, it'll be fixed by the next bill. And then it wouldn't be. And then it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I see the notes here where you spoke to the last person and they just have, they haven't fixed it yet. Like, I'll make sure that that, you know, it's like, no, let's do it. Let's do it now. <laughs> let's, yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> no, I was, I was having a problem. I'd set up auto pay. Um, oh, no, I don't do auto pay because I want to check my bill before it's paid. <laughs> right. Yeah, but the problem with it was is that, I mean, the bill was perfectly fine and everything, but every month it would go to do it, and 
Um, for some reason, they couldn't withdraw my funds from the account, and then I would get a thing that said that my payment was late. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, I've set up for auto pay. My payment shouldn't be late. So then I'd go in and be like, all right, let's talk about this. What do you have for the account number? And we would talk about the account number, and mm-hmm. it would seem like everything was fine. No, at the end of what what happened is they actually did have the wrong account number, and they'd gone in and fixed it. However, there was a separate option they were supposed to click when they went in to fix the account number that they never clicked. Oh. And so it's still, even though the account number was correct from what they could see, it it was never fully updated, so it was still trying to pull from the wrong account. Oh. And this went on for a year and a half. And it was so frustrating. I'm like, I'm just trying to pay you people. I just want to give you money. Yeah. Like, can I just let me give you money, please? Can I give you money? Yeah. <laughs> but it did fi- it Shut up and take out. my money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yes, dealing with poor customer service representatives. Yeah. They, they work hard. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is I feel bad. I really yeah. do. I don't, I don't want to have to call and yell at anybody, and I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I just want things to work and to work right yeah. and to be when convenient. You, when you can hear that when you can hear the frustration in my voice, I'm always just like, this isn't directed at you. I'm frustrated at the situation. Yeah. I do the same thing. Like I literally will I'm apologize not mad at you. to somebody you're while I'm complaining. Thank yeah. you for helping me. Exactly. I really appreciate that you're trying to work this out with me. Just, my anger tone is not directed at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that's good. That makes us not Karen. So. Mm-hmm. Although you had a Karen, and and she was the nicest Karen on the face of the planet. Literally the nicest person you would have ever met in your life. An absolute Um, sweetheart. An absolute gem. Yeah. Um, Just the nicest person ever. Um, uh, But it's funny that she is actually what was wrong with our account. (laughs) Uh, so Karen is actually my mother-in-law who passed away earlier this year. Um, And we, she was on our cell phone bill, Mm -hmm. but she was on the account. And I guess she was listed as the account owner because we were using her discount from her employer, Uh um, which had expired because she was Mm -hmm. no longer working. But so, but she just was still the account. So when she passed and I was trying to remove her from our bill, from our account, Mm-hmm. return her cell phone so that we could get reimbursed for the remaining payments. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these things, and it, I've been dealing with it since February. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it is it is finally resolved. But uh, I'm glad it got resolved. Yes. I yeah. was on the phone with them for 58 minutes today. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've had those calls. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it to just stay on the line and get everything well, see, that's the thing is, like, during this process that I had, there were multiple hour-plus calls. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually said to one of their employees at one point in time, I was like, you know, I feel like dealing with you guys right now about this is another full-time job on top of my already full-time <laughs> job, and I don't need that. Like, <laughs> I'd like to get this done with. <laughs> oh. like, yeah. But. Man, oh, man. Yeah, that's always fun. Well, that's that's what goes on in the real world. Yeah, but I don't want the the real world is a terrible place to live in right now. It it really is. So <laughs> so let us talk about the fake our world, fantasy world, <laughs> our dream world, and what they would look like. All right. Okay. What should we start with? 
Um, I think we should start with what we wouldn't change about our current life. Oh, easy. My family. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would change where I lived. Yeah. I, it's I, not, I mean, the house, obviously I would, but like not the city. The city. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would, I'm the exact same thing. It would not change my family, would not change my adorable, loving pets. Um, and I would not change the town that I live in. I, I love my town. Mm-hmm. I guess I would change my family a little bit because I would be in a place where I could then start to foster. Oh, yeah, that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would, if anything, I would expand my family. Oh, that would be the coolest. But probably not through pregnancy be because I hate pregnancy. It's terrible and awful, <laughs> and I hated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say, no, I sip my margarita. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, please don't tell me I can't eat unprocessed cheese and drink wine. Um, mm-hmm. The answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a perfect world, though, you could potentially be pregnant and you could wish that that pregnancy was not horrible. Oh, we're talking about, like, bending the rules of reality. Well, I mean, I figure it's kind of bending the rules of reality a little bit because one of the things I was thinking is, is – we could change the past to the point where, like, we could have whatever degrees and whatever subject and whatever job we wanted. Oh, okay. So let's talk about our past. Let's start from the beginning, the things that we would change. I would have gone to culinary school. Oh, heck yeah. You'd have been great. Yeah. No, but I, I can't decide. I think I would have gone twice, though, because I think I would have I think I would have wanted to go into pastry. Yeah, heck yeah. But I don't think I would have wanted to be a lifelong baker, so I think mm-hmm. I would have gone back to study, um, I don't know where I would have studied. I would have studied somewhere international. Oh, heck. Um, but I don't know where. Maybe France. Um, France. But although, like, French cuisine isn't my favorite. I love French cuisine. I mean, I like it, but it's not my, like, preferred cuisine. It is my preferred cuisine. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I'd pro- I probably would actually study in the States. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I would just travel and do, like, little externships at, like, different restaurants and with different places i don't know yeah because i'd like to learn a lot of different regional cuisine maybe not just one i would get two degrees which one i would become a psychologist Mm. and also i would become a forensic linguist Mm. and i would join the fbi oh i want to change mine (laughs) can i be a forensic pathologist instead i'm just gonna do both okay so scratch the pastry chef thing okay i think i'm gonna start out by being a forensic pathologist, I'm probably uh-huh. going to get burned out from that career pretty quick. And right. then in my in my older years, then I'll go back and go to go to culinary school. Yeah. And that's where I'll study different regional cuisines. Well, and that's what I'm thinking is I can be an FBI agent, a forensic linguist first, mm-hmm. and then later down the road when I want to retire from that field, I can be a psychologist and I can see patients, like open my own practice, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I want to work for the FBI. Can I work for the I FBI do. with you? Yes. Okay, great. Then let's work together in the FBI. Okay, I cool. will study the bodies and dissect them. Awesome. You can study the people and dissect them. Well, it's mostly just their Metaphorically. Words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. will, I will dissect them literally. <laughs> I didn't even know you could be a forensic linguist until I was already well out of any of my uh, school times and and living an adult life, and then Here's when the I thing, found out what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Is school right. did not prepare us properly for choosing a career? 
it did not show me all of my options in advance. No. <laughs> like, um, did it yeah. teach me that I could, like, cut open dead people to find who murdered them? No. Right? No. It, I was never told I could do that as a young child. I would have rather enjoyed knowing I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my love for true crime started early. I took yeah. all of Professor Essinger, Professor Essinger, Mr. Essinger's classes. <laughs> yeah, his classes were good. They were basically psychology and true crime. Yeah, psychology and moral issues. It was true crime. Yeah. It, it was. I love true crime, so I made it into a class for high school students. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I did like that class. That was a good class. So it was made for TV movies, man. Mm-hmm. Loved those things. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that would be my first like okay. big thing is I would drop myself into a completely different career. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Not that I don't love my career. I love my job. I really do love it. But I would I would make a great forensic linguist. Can I work for the FBI in California? Yeah. Because I do want to live here still. Well, they have different FBI um, units all throughout the United States. Oh, okay. Yeah. They probably don't have any in Orange County, though. You know, they might. So here's the thing. Uh, when a buddy of ours went into the Navy, he... Uh, San Diego. He had to be interviewed. I had to be interviewed. Right. So that he could get clearance. <laughs> right. So the FBI came out to my house, which at the time was in Wenatchee. So but they, they probably didn't FBI live agent. there. They probably they didn't, didn't live in they, Wenatchee, but they lived right. in Seattle. Right, right. Seattle, Seattle makes sense. Seattle. That's what I'm saying. In California, if there's FBI units, it's probably in... San Francisco, Sacramento, Los Angeles, or San Diego. Yeah, I would bet that there's probably one in Los Angeles. Yeah, but I don't want to live in Los Angeles. Yeah, but I bet you could live outside and commute. That would be like, a, with traffic, that's like a two-hour commute. Yeah. Well, it's the that. same here. It would be a two-hour commute from from my town to Seattle if I had yep. to go in. But so There'd be a lot of travel okay. for the position, but so that's a cool. I, I'm in a Graph the the forensic pathology, even though it would be cool. I'm just going to go to culinary school. Okay. Because I think well, that fits better be. with the lifestyle that I want. You could be a forensic pathologist, not with the FBI. That's true, but I, I don't know. I think I I think I want to do cooking here in California yeah. in this fantasy world. I, I in my okay. head I have two fantasy worlds. I'm going to choose to describe cooking best fantasies. Okay. All right. I think that's a good choice. All right. So you. You are working for the FBI. I am. I am a world-renowned chef. Yes, you so are. So where do we live? You live in Wenatchee, and you commute yeah. to Seattle? I do. You do work remotely, and then you commute to Seattle when needed? Yes. Excellent. And, you, I mean, obviously you're extremely wealthy, so you can just fly. You don't have to worry about taking the bus or anything. That's exactly it. I can fly mm-hmm. whenever I want, yeah. Yeah, that's like a 20-minute flight. Yeah. Well, it's like 30, but still, it's very short. Right. Um. All right, so I live here in Huntington Beach, okay. and I I can't decide if I have a house on the water or not. It does get really musty. No, yeah, I have a house on the water. On yeah, you have a house on the water. I feel like mm-hmm. you need to. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. one of the houses overlooking the water on Pacific Coast Highway in Huntington Beach. I'm going to actually. No, no, okay, no, we're not right on the beach but we're in walking distance because there's a neighborhood that I really, really love 
and that's where we're going to buy a house. There's even a house I have in mind. That's the house okay. we live in. The house in my head right now on Huntington Beach, that's the house that I live in. So remember, Picture it, everybody. It's beautiful. This is, an, <laughs> this is an ideal world. So even though I have a uh, beautiful, perfect, what I'm going to have is a converted loft in downtown mm-hmm. Wenatchee. Um, so I have a converted loft space in downtown Wenatchee with perfect views of the whole valley. Mm-hmm. and walking distance to everything so that I don't have to drive if I don't feel like it. <laughs> and then on top of that, I'm going to own a vacation home oh, in I, me too. Huntington Beach. Oh, my gosh. Mine's in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I own a cabin in Lake Chelan. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's going to be a thing. <laughs> And then we can visit each other on our private airline whenever we feel like it. Perfect. We we can share a jet. You want to share a jet? jet? Perfect. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I'm torn though. Should I have my lake house in Washington, be Lake Chelan, or do I do it in one of the like smaller like private lakes on the west side? No. You want to know where you should do it? Hmm. You should do it up Tahikin. Where? Like where? Okay, so you can just, it's behind, it's beyond Chelan, mm-hmm. but it's super hard. You can only get to it by uh, boat. Oh, excellent. Okay, sold. Yeah, so it's, is like, a, really it's, private. It's like a lake, right? It, uh, it's on, lake. Yeah, it's on the, the end part of Lake Chelan. Okay, because I don't want a river. I yeah. need a lake. I want it to be a lake house. Yeah. And I want it to be secluded. I want to not see other houses around me, and I want to have one of those little docks that go out into the water. Yeah, then you should get one in Stahican. It'd be cool. Okay. And you, we can only get there by boat, which is perfect. Yeah. I have a lake house in Stahican then. Fantastic. Cool. Awesome. And you have a beach house in Huntington. Yeah. Honestly, you should have a beach house in Balboa. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Like right on the water and It's like a little the island it's in the in the in the harbor. It's close to me. It's like a fifteen minute drive. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, the Balboa Peninsula, and it's okay. a really great – you'll get great Airbnb for that when you're not living in it. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that sounds good to me. Perfect. We have perfect houses, and we can we travel do. back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. 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 I, drive a, I drive a Tesla. You know, actually, I own a Tesla, but my husband drives it because he really likes it. Your husband got um, a Tesla? No. I'm saying this in fantasy. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant now, and I was like, what? Dude, I think we have enough money to get a <laughs> But I want, like, the big SUV Tesla with the wing doors. Oh, no. No, I want I want one of the little sleek ones where the entire top of it is just glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Those nice, too. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so know, that's have... mostly, that'll be Devin's car. I like to drive an SUV, so I will probably yeah. still have the same car that I have right now, only the newest I feel like we also might have like a sleek city car. Yeah. Like maybe like a, I mean a convertible. I think a convertible or a Jeep. A Jeep would be fun. Something topless that you can drive in. Yeah. Maybe I have a Jeep. Maybe I have a Jeep that I keep at my lake house in Stahican. Yeah. So then I can go, I can take it out into the desert and go off-roading sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm in Washington. Yeah. Um. But then we drive the Tesla here in California. I think that sounds like a plan. Perfect. Okay, cool. I like it. All right. 
So I have a big house with lots of rooms, so we foster. I, I, own a re- I don't know if I want to own a restaurant. Oh, no, I want to own a restaurant. I want to own a restaurant where I'm the chef, but somebody else runs it for me. Okay. Somebody does all the business stuff, and you just make the meal plan yes. and cook the food. I, yes. I just I handle the food. I'm the executive chef. Okay. Cool. And somebody else is front of house. Yeah. I pop yeah. out and talk to people every now and then. And also, I've gone on Top Chef and won. I don't need more than, I think, I mean, right now our current place is 1,700 square feet, and we have a whole room that we hardly ever use. But I would want a larger master bathroom. So I think Mm -hmm. maybe, I think maybe I'd probably get a house that is still a three-bedroom, but it, well, my my loft is going to have three Mm -hmm. bedrooms, and it's going to be probably about 1,800 square feet so that I can have a gigantic bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think, you know, it's not going to be huge. You know, yeah. we, we still don't plan on having kids. So, yeah. you know, this is kind of just, just for me and the pets. Yeah. The lake house is probably only, like, three bedrooms, like a master suite for us, mm-hmm. and then maybe two rooms that have, like, two or three beds in it. Like, maybe one of those rooms that have those, like, the whole wall is just bunk beds, so it's like four beds. Mm-hmm. And then, so then the kids can bring their like friends over too. But then, and then also, the other the other room also has like extra beds and stuff, but more like adult friendly. What if we bought like a chunk of land over in Western Washington and put tiny houses all over it? Well, with fantasy land, so I want all of those things. Right. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, like, kind of where Kara lives, like, in Bellingham, like, in, like, outdoors. Yeah. And have, like, a big, huge plot of, like, acreage. And have, yeah. like, one tiny house that actually is just a common area. A or, big kitchen, maybe a living like, space, and an outdoor patio. And then everybody has their own tiny house. I think it should be on Whidbey or in one of the San Juan Islands. Maybe we just own one of the San Juan Islands. Great. Perfect. Okay, we own a San Juan Island. Okay. We own an island in the Sound, and then, and then we, we have all one... build tiny houses. But we have to have one tiny, like not even maybe not even a tiny tiny house, but like like a like you know when you go camping, there's like the the main tent area, the lodge. We well, yeah, lodge. what we need that's what we need. we need like a lodge where there's a big kitchen and plenty mm-hmm. of dining area, and then like room for indoor activities if it's raining mm-hmm. because it's in in Western Washington, so right. it's going to be rain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll have, like, a lodge space in the center. Yeah, and then we each have our own tiny, like, a tiny house. What if we just buy the island we went to our biology trip on? Perfect. And just Orca use island. that as no, is. Not, is it Orca Island? I think it's Orcas Island. Mm-hmm. I don't perfect. remember. But, yeah, That's we can buy that. It's a beautiful island. That's, and it's perfect. owns it currently. We can just, the teepees are already there. There's already right? a lodge. We'll just exactly. use the lodge, and then there, we all have our own teepee. It'll be great. I mean, I might want to put a tiny house instead of a teepee. Yeah, I want a tiny I do house. like I my creature comfort. I don't really want to be in a teepee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want a bathroom. I want, yeah. I want a, a full-on functional bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. That's important to me. Perfect. Cool. I like this plan. All right. And we'll have we'll ha- we'll have a little boat that we can all go. We can well not so little because we'll all be able to fit on it with our kids and stuff. But we can go whale watching together. Mm-hmm. Like our own oh yeah. Private whale watching tour. And we have time set aside once per year 
where we all, like, we all will come different times, too, like, bring other family and things like that to visit the island. Right. We could so have we a have, schedule. But we have one time a year where all of us come, and we do, like, a big, like, week-long trip. Yeah. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I want that for real. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, you all are welcome to use my lake house whenever you want, so. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I'll use it in the winter. when I mean, you're probably not going to come up here much in the winter, right? I'll just that's go what I figure, yeah. is that I will, like, mostly spend time, because maybe I also own a restaurant in Chelan. Oh, yeah, that'd be like a, a little idea. Like a little cafe. Yeah. Um. And I, I mostly, like, I have, like, a, a chef that takes over when I'm gone that kind of fulfills my menu. I know there's a word for it, and I don't remember what it is. Um, it's, like, there's a stand-in a, chef. But then I, so I go, I spend the winters mm-hmm. in um, California, mm-hmm. and then I spend the summers up in Stahican. Or there, is that right? Stahican? Yeah, Stahican. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a semi-famous little bakery on Stahican that mm-hmm. – eventually would need to be, like, sold to somebody else and run by someone else. You could I bought take it. that over. Yeah. Yeah, Done. I bought it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's funny because what I really like to do is buy, not create my own restaurant, but maybe, like, buy a local favorite here in Huntington Beach and really restore it. And, like, because the thing is, like, I'm not really great at, like, inventing my own recipes, but just, like, mm-hmm. perfecting classic ones and doing them well and focusing on doing that. Maybe, yeah. you know, adding in a few, like, new creative dishes to my menu, but really just, like, bringing back something, like, old Huntington Beach and old, like, just classic California cuisine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my I dream. That's my dream restaurant. Since I'm going to be really wealthy, mm-hmm. I would also purchase for my mom a winery Ooh, that where? she can run on her own, up at, probably in the Chelan area. She really okay. likes it up there. Um, and that, so she can run that all on her own. She has full staffing ability and whatever she, she wants to do. She can supply the wine for my restaurant. She totally could. Yeah. And then uh, on that same property, there's going to be a dog rescue that my aunt can run. <gasps> Perfect. Yeah. So uh, I'll be doing that as well. I'll probably also, even though I hate this, but I probably will also buy my brother a racetrack. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That'll make him happy. I mean, I love him, and I want yeah. him to be happy, but. I think Jake will, he'll be a kept man. <laughs> um, I'll keep him very happy. Uh, but um, he's going to have a part-time job. Like, mm-hmm. when we're up in Stahican, he'll work at the cafe. Nice. Um, and then when we're down in California, he'll probably work at, like, a small, like, coffee shop where mm-hmm. he can like be rude to the nasty customers <laughs> and tell them off when they're yeah, being Devin, ridiculous. Devin will also be a kept man in this scenario mm-hmm. and he will have more time to spend on his artistic pursuits. Nice. Whatever he chooses to do, whether it's music or art or, mm-hmm. or writing, any of those things. I so. feel like it's worth mentioning that I've just switched and poured myself a healthy um, gin drink <laughs> because I didn't have that much margarita left. Oh, so yeah, I'm. I'm. So I told you about that mistake with my my. I, I had a wine subscription. Oh and yeah. They were only supposed to send me red, but they accidentally sent me a box of all whites. That's depressing. And I'm trying to drink all of the whites. Did I they like give I, any sort of like 
compensation for that? No, they were just like, we made a mistake. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not using you anymore. And so I stopped. Um, but now I have, you know, six bottles of white wine. That and I'm you can't just not drink, drink them. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I drank yeah. a whole bottle of Merlot because I didn't want it to go to waste. So Right. Yeah. I actually like Merlot. I mean, I, I would don't. Like, I, would, I would drink a Merlot over Merlot. I'd rather, I'd rather have a white wine than a Merlot. Yeah. But I'd rather have a white wine on a warm, sunny day. Yeah. And a nice chill glass. <laughs> I'm super particular about my white wines. And there oh, are the, very spe- – I like a Sauvignon Blanc, and that's uh-huh. pretty much it. Yeah. The clearer, the better. Yeah. Like, like the more – like, I don't like Chardonnay. It's too yellow. No, I hate Chardonnay. It's like – I'm sorry. Whoever keeps describing it as buttery can just go F off because it doesn't <laughs> taste like butter. It does not taste like butter. <laughs> like, you know stop. What? Okay. Stop using that as a description for Chardonnay. <laughs> I used to like really, really sweet white wines. Um, oh, but like I, a Gewürztraminer or Yeah, I used to love a Gewürztraminer, yeah. Um, or even a Moscato, like super sweet mm-hmm. white wines. And I do still kind of like the flavor, but I, it's like I can have a sip of it and then I'm done. Like, I don't I don't want any more of that. I know it's yeah. going to make me sick if I drink a whole glass of it. Um, Those were my starter wines, like, when I first yeah. started drinking wines. They're, like, how I, like, entered into the wine drinking, I don't know, business. <laughs> I actually, I started with reds, and I, I've I always not. liked reds. I just, I, I, I worked you know, my I, way into them. Same with I beer, you know. More, I had to work my way into that. No, I loved <laughs> beer right off the bat. No. But, no, I, I, I had a... Um, I had a tolerant, more of a tolerance for white wines, I guess, when I was younger. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, I'm pretty much the only white wine I like anymore is, no, I like Sauvignon Blanc, but I also like a Vignet. Yeah. But they're very I like, similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like um, I like Sauvignon Blanc. I like Pinot Grigio a lot. Um, like I like a Pinot really Grigio. clear Pinot Grigio. But I just really, if I'm going to be drinking wine 99.9% of the time, I'd rather have a red. And yeah. if if I can't have a red, oftentimes I'll choose beer instead. Mm-hmm. Like if you want something chilly on a hot day. Yeah, I'll, I'll have beer. Mm-hmm. Or a margarita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. I'll never stop loving margaritas. Yeah, I find that I drink a lot of red wine in the winter. And uh-huh. then now that spring is hitting, now I'm like shifting over into like, a, like, the dry, sparkling wines, like a Brut or, like, a really, like, dry rosé. And that is the exception for me is I, I also do still love a dry rosé or a Brut mm-hmm. champagne. Like, yeah, yeah give me that sparkling I love The drier, the better in a champagne, in my Agreed. opinion. Yeah. It also makes for better mimosas. It does. Yeah. And it's like I fill that glass with champagne and just a tiny little splash. Yeah, it's just splash. Like, it's just for color. Yeah. <laughs> just yep, enough to make me feel like I'm drinking juice. <laughs> Man, I haven't had a good brunch in a really long time. Right? Me neither. No. I remember the last time I like went to brunch. We were supposed to have brunch when you were up. We were supposed to have brunch in April. I was supposed to have two brunches. I know. Because I was supposed to have Saturday brunch with my little sister and Sunday yeah. brunch with you and Jordan. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm really upset sad. about that. But we'll yeah. do it again. We'll do it possibly in September. Nope. It's sounding oh. to me like she's rescheduling for next year in the spring. All right. Well, you know, that's probably best. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. 
it'll be when it when it finally happens, it's going to be so worth it. Oh heck yeah! But I and this is true for every. And I'm sorry, I'm really sick of all of the articles that are all about like how disappointed brides must be. But the grooms have to be just as disappointed. And I actually yeah. happen to know of a gay couple of two men who they ended up getting married anyway, but it wasn't their dream wedding. Whoa. It wasn't what they envisioned. Yeah. And it's like the men are just as sad that they can't marry their partner as yeah. women are. So so cheers to John. Yeah. Uh, you know, artist, future spouse, and, you know, <laughs> my feelings go to both of them both because I'm them. sure they're so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. So not to, like, demean their feelings of frustration and anger and sadness that they must be feeling of having to postpone their wedding over and over. Oh, yeah. Um, No, I mean, if that had happened to Devin and I, we probably would have just, like, as soon as possible have gone and eloped, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I would have eloped and then just had a party later. Yep, yeah. I don't think there's anything that could have stopped me from – I mean, I I was engaged for two years. Yeah. And we had already been together for like five, so. Yeah, I was only engaged for four months, and together for a year. Miss <laughs> impatient. I know, right? I'm getting that stuff done. <laughs> I was the first one to get engaged. That's okay. Fantasy yeah. world. I would have been married first. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to save for a wedding. You could have just done it. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't have had to. Yeah. <laughs> And that's another thing I would change is I would do a really elaborate tenure. I wouldn't do a vow renewal because, to be honest, I think they're kind of dumb. Yeah. For the people that do them, more power to you. If it's meaningful to you, then it's meaningful. It is not mm-hmm. meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would do a really, really big engage, uh, wedding um, anniversary party on the same boat that I got married on. In which you get to buy another wedding dress. Because I think it's a shame we only get to wear one wedding dress. I would go back and I would have my wedding dress tailored into a yeah. different dress. Yeah, that'd be really Maybe, cool. Maybe, I, I don't know, though, but I kind of want Ginny to wear it someday. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. So that'd maybe cool. I wouldn't, but. <laughs> yeah. But I would consider going in and getting it, like, tailored into, like, a cocktail dress or something. Yeah. Mine, I mean, but the materials that my wedding dress is made out of are not nice enough. I mean, it's a nice sentiment, mm-hmm. but with the exception of the beadings on it, the rest of it's just like tool and satin. Like, well, your wedding dress will never look like anything except a wedding dress. Yeah, and I say that in the most lovingly way possible. That was a wedding dress. I mean, it's a princess dress. It is 100%. <laughs> I was a princess. That was what happened. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I put that dress on, mm-hmm. my aunt started crying, and we bought it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that worked. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. But there's one thing, I would change little aspects about my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just, it just all would have been nicer and less DIY. Right. But, um, but one thing that I would not change, I would not change my dress. I would not actually change a whole lot about my wedding. To be honest with you, I think the only thing I would change is the food. Yeah. And some would of you just have somebody else make now. all the stuff? What? Would you just have somebody else make all the stuff? Oh, well, you know, even then that wasn't that bad. I mean, it Yeah. It, it was I I had a couple of meltdowns during the process, but mm-hmm. Tanya 
jumped in and helped me out and like we kind of had fun doing the little mm-hmm. crafty things we did. Yeah. I know my mom probably would have just if she could have just bought those pine cones instead of making them. Yeah. She would have done that for the wedding favors. I will tell you something I would change about my wedding, your wedding and Tanya's wedding is what? somebody else setting it up that day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hiring an entire crew to do it instead of yeah. having your bridesmaids and your Yeah, here's a diagram of what it. I want everything to look like. Here's all yeah. the stuff. Here you go. Yep. <laughs> Make it perfect. <laughs> I uh would change having a kidney stone two nights before my wedding. Let's change that. <laughs> yeah. I would change that one hundred percent. That was fun. Yeah. That was real fun. I was gonna walk down that aisle though. If the if yeah. the doctor had told me it was my appendix instead of a kidney kidney stone, I was I was still gonna walk down that aisle. Appendix <laughs> rupturing. I don't even care. Like, you can take it out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back in four hours. <laughs> that was stressful. <laughs> it was really stressful. <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> I just remember I picked you up. Or maybe I picked you up. I don't remember. I had you, and it was just you and me at your yeah. house. Yeah. And, it was, and, you, you, and you, you were wearing a white shirt because we were getting ready to go to the rehearsal dinner. And uh-huh. you pulled your Band-Aid off your arm and started bleeding everywhere. It literally <laughs> shot blood across the room. And it's a <laughs> miracle that not that drop got on that white shirt. Right? <laughs> the things that, that you'll point. never forget. It's <laughs> just like, whoa there. <laughs> hey, you handled that real well. <laughs> mom instincts I guess <laughs> right <laughs> you had some practice with me <laughs> oh man oh another thing that we would do is me and you would make an annual trip to see, to uh, New York to see Broadway shows yes oh my gosh yes that would be so much fun and like every few years we'd make a trip out to London to see a show out there the other like, thing we, we definitely would do, made a special trip out to London to see the Cursed Child Part One and Two. <laughs> you, as a as a culinary master chef, mm-hmm. would get invited to probably all these amazing food events. Totally, and you're taking me. You're yeah. not taking Jake. You're taking no. Me. Yeah, he doesn't like to travel as much as you do. Yeah, no, there would be so. Oh my, you, like, mm-hmm. and I will dress up fancy. Jake won't mm-hmm. dress up fancy. But yeah, I will get all dolled up to eat really yeah. expensive food. Yeah, so I would, so I would totally be, I would be a contestant on Top Chef, and I would win. Obviously, yeah. I was like the fan favorite, and everybody was so excited when I won. Mm-hmm. And and then of course I come back every season after that to judge, like, you know, here and there, because they always bring back the really good ones to judge mm-hmm. later on. Maybe they just make you a permanent judge at some point. I don't want that. I don't want to do that. I don't want that no? to be my full-time job. No. Okay. All I right. just want to, like, moonlight. So, like, and then they start bringing me on, like, other cooking shows, like, uh, mm-hmm. but to judge. Right. All so, like, every every now and then I'll go on, like, Cutthroat Kitchen and judge. They'll have um, you on Great British Bake Off <laughs> for one episode. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Although they don't really have, like, guest stars. They don't have guest judges, but they would make an exception for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe you also win Great British Bake Off. I don't know if they let me on. No, I don't want to. That's not, I mean, I, that's a show that I love and enjoy. I just don't want to go on it. I've never cooked to half of those things. 
I want um, to try a lot of those things. Like I, I've I'm tried a couple that, here and there. About the I've tried that, puff pastry and uh, shoe buns. Well, the thing that bugs me is that you can't get meat pies hardly anywhere ever. No. And I love meat pies. And I want to try a hot water crust. Own, a what crust? A hot water crust. They oh, always yeah. use a hot water crust for meat pies. I swear. Yeah. Isn't that what they're always doing? Yeah, you could do Or that like really a well. hand-raised pie. I want to try well, to do that. I want to know how they make them so that they're all sealed together and they stand up like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're perfect. They're always, right. I mean, I want to be able to do that. And then I could eat meat pies whenever I wanted because I could just make myself a meat pie. Yeah. Okay, well, and then I'll, I wouldn't have to go to a red fair to do it. <laughs> I'll spend a year in uh, England. Okay. Not just in London. I want to go maybe just like all over the UK. Maybe I'll go to like Ireland for a little time, Scotland for a little time. Maybe I even like do like a couple months in France mm-hmm. um, just to learn different. I'll spend a year for you. Just for me. Yeah. Excellent. And then I'll come back and I'll teach you how to make Henry's meat pies. <laughs> you will make me all of the meat pies with red wine sauce and I will be happy. Done. Done. Yay. I'll add it to my menu in Stahican. I like how you're just becoming a famous chef and, like, my dream world is me just eating the food that you make when you're a famous chef. (laughs) You do all your other work on the side. (laughs) It's like a side gig. (laughs) true. I think I could really, actually, if you were, if I were a forensic linguist, I really could just work from home a lot because... Mm -hmm. It, it's just a matter of, like, you're just analyzing letters that people write. And uh-huh. that's where, I mean, I can do that. That would be so well, easy. And if you're good enough, yes, of course, they'll just send everything to send you. Send them to it. Yeah, just email it to me. So you won't even, like, yeah. you won't even work for, like, a specific agency. You'll basically just be, like, an independent contractor yeah. that they'll consult with. I could even go around and, like, with. guest lecture at different colleges and stuff. Oh, you would be an amazing guest lecturer. See, perfect. Right? See? Yeah. That's what I want Which to you'll do. bring me along to. Yes, of course I would. Because <laughs> you'd get to go check out all of the famous colleges, which would be fun for you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Lovely. I love it. We will oh. go to every library. I can do little, like, pop-up restaurants. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> and this I would is, eat at I'm, like, restaurant. really upset that this isn't our life now. <laughs> <laughs> our lives are pretty good. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we're not we're not super rich, but we've got great. The important things that we have are, you know, I mean, yeah, we've got good families and and great friends and mm-hmm. rooms over our heads and food in our mouths and 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 we get to be picky about what kind of alcohol we drink. Yes, I do. Like, I'm a very lucky. I have a very privileged life in so many ways, and I'm we very. Make a- we make yeah. enough money to anger our husbands when we go shopping. Right. <laughs> I I mean, and we're both still getting a paycheck during all of this. Exactly. I mean, and our husbands are both right getting now. a paycheck. Yeah, so. that's really nice. We're lucky. We're super. I'm lucky. thankful. Got to feed you. them animals, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's fat. I gotta keep him in cat food. I gotta keep mine in fresh chicken. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> She's a very old and picky cat. <laughs> I really think Steve would eat literally anything. Mm-hmm. If I offered it to him as food and it was edible, he would eat yeah. it. 
We made tuna fish sandwiches for lunch today, Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh, you have never heard a cat like meow and just like instantly as soon as that can opener hit that can. The sound of the can opener, yep. The the tail starts twitching, she comes a-walking, and just would like not meow, 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 meow the whole time until until that tuna was in a little dish for her and it was down on the floor. <laughs> yeah, we used to do that with uh with our cats uh when they were old. What we would do is uh we would strain off the juice just mm-hmm. into like a little ramekin and put it on the floor and let the cat drink the tuna juice. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't ever actually give them any of the meat, just the the juice. So, yeah. Back yeah. when so she was sick for a long time. Um and even the vets didn't really couldn't really figure out what was wrong with her. Um mm-hmm. and we knew that it was really bad when we put down like tuna. And she yeah. wouldn't eat it. Yeah. And it was like, okay, yeah. she's really sick. <laughs> well, you know, see, Prague would do that sometimes, but it was because uh, he got really, really bad hay fever in the spring. Um, and so he'd be all clogged up and he couldn't smell anything. Oh. And if he couldn't smell anything, he didn't want to eat anything. That makes um, sense. So he wouldn't eat food, but he would still drink tuna juice because it was, uh, it, even though he couldn't smell it, it was just like drinking water. Uh-huh. Um, and so that kind of, at least we felt like he was getting some sort of nutrient in uh-huh. him. Uh, and then when they, they started making those broths, like to buy like packages of cat broth, basically. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Flavored broth for your cat. Um, and we bought those for him when he would get sick like that, too, because it was the only thing he would keep down while he had really, really bad allergies. He had the worst allergies of any cat. And we kept trying to give him like allergy medication but giving pills to cats is some sort of horrifying torture like somebody's hell is just giving cats pills for all eternity yeah dogs are so easy to give pills to cats some of them are Um, yeah i mean you can you can usually trick dogs with like cheese or something my brother's dog is is he's he's not good my aunt taught me the the method of how to give pills to dogs and that it's been foolproof for every dog she's owned. Mm-hmm. And it's five pieces of cheese. Five pieces or of cheese. Or some other yummy treat. Uh-huh. The trick is you put the pill in the fourth piece of cheese. So they've had their first oh, no, no. three and they know three, that it's just no. cheese. In the third piece of cheese. In either the third or fourth. But the trick is, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the third piece of cheese. Okay. So you mm-hmm. give them one piece of cheese, they know it's safe. Give them the second piece of cheese, you've reinforced that it's safe. Give them the third piece of cheese and immediately give them the fourth piece of cheese because they'll be so excited to get the fourth piece of cheese, they'll swallow the third one really fast. Oh, that's smart. And then you give them the fifth one as like a, an extra treat for doing doing well. Yep. <laughs> no, that's good. That's a yeah. smart way to go. That's, but Pepper, Pepper's really easy because she doesn't actually taste anything that she puts down her trap. Like, in she fact, if you're giving up. her a treat, you have to just you have to tell her to be gentle, or or else she will skin her thumb when she's <laughs> trying to get the treat from you. Um, so, if, but if you just like reach down with a pill and hand it to her, she'll throw it back. Wow! Like if you just pretend it's a treat, she will take mm-hmm. that and she will eat it immediately. And there's like she won't even she won't even know what she had. She just <laughs> knows that it was you. You gave me something. Treat. Okay. Yeah. But Shio is super fastidious. And when you hand him a treat, he takes it from you very gently and then puts it down on the ground and then slowly nibbles at it until it's gone. Um, And so he's really hard to give a pill to. And when he was a little, little puppy, 
Um, we had to give him antibiotics for some reason. I don't remember what was going on. Um, and the only way we could give it to him was Devin would have to cradle him like a baby and feed it to him in liquid form in a syringe. Mm-hmm. And it was the only way we could get him to have, because he just knew. He was like, no, I'm not going to eat this. And he's still, he's really picky about food. Like, he, sometimes he just won't eat his food. Um, we found a couple of things that he likes now. Um, like, he loves peanut butter. Loves it. And then he also really, really, we, we put sardines in his food every once in a while for him because um, the, the oils are good for his coat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I just noticed we went really far over. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah. It's like four, we're at 48 oh, minutes. It's still under an hour. That's still fine. But, you know, I mean, we're, our new our new thing is 45 and done. Well, you know what? We're not living in a fantasy world, Katie. That's true. <laughs> as much as we wish we were. All right, well. All right. Well, then just uh, go back to the real world and, and call me on Wednesday. All right, I'll call you on Wednesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye.